everyone. Welcome to the Golden Ratio Podcast. I am Jen, GR Mom, joined as always by GR Dad. Hi. How's it going, GR Dad? Pretty good. Excellent, excellent. Yep. The cocktail of the week this week is the Apres Ski Swizzle. Wee. <laughs> uh, so our friends at Key West Legal Rum gave me a bottle of their 10-year aged rum. I think they called the Solera. It's so good. They were founded 10 years ago. So this is a 10-year-old rum from how long they've been around. Yeah. It could be like the very first <gasps> bottle of rum. Amazeballs. They made. Uh, I don't know, but it's delish. Uh, so it's called the Solera. There's like 40 bottles of it, and they gave me one. They yeah. set one aside for Don't me. even try to find it online. You this can't get it online. Special. you got to go in in person. So come down to Key West. There were still some there when I went. I don't know someone, but I know someone who knows someone. I know <laughs> Jen. Uh, so anyway, I've also been like super into chartreuse lately. Of course, at a time that it's very hard to get chartreuse because the monks are just like, we just make as much as we make and we is don't this, care. Is this like when you go shopping online for some random article and you look through things for an hour or two hours and then you find something that is the absolute most expensive version of that item online <laughs> that exists. Not that you noticed it directly, but you like pick the most expensive one. There was a time when I was like doing a, I think it was some summer, right? And I was working, I don't know, a bunch of the expert witness work or something. And it's just like, you know, we don't spend all that money. We save a ton of money. And so I had this kind of whole, kind of stupid money. <laughs> I had a whole bunch of money and I was like, you know what I can do? Like I've, I have filled up all my savings accounts, but I will buy myself something nice because I've been working really hard. And I was like, at the time, like, I would really like to get myself a nice watch. I'll spend, a, say, a couple thousand dollars on a watch. Now, watches can get ridiculously expensive. Watches can be, I think, in the hundreds of thousands of dollars. Oh, right? for like sure. Like some of these celebrity watches or some yeah. of these, like... I mean, Rolex is mid-range for some of these brands, right? Rolexes are cheap, much cheaper than like some of these brands some that, have, stuff. that only have like $25,000 and up or something. It's ridiculous. So I'm like, I'm going to get myself a nice watch. I mean, I've never spent more than like $50 on a watch before. Well, I guess my Apple Why? watch now is like $600 or something. But I was like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to find a nice watch and... All I really care is that it's something that I look at it and it makes me happy. Like that is generally my criteria for like if I want to buy, especially like clothes, shoes, accessories. Like I'm just going to look until I find something that really strikes me and makes me happy. And so I went on and I found like three or four really whimsical watches where like it goes around, you know, and like the scene changes in the background and it's got, there was one that's like a sparkly night sky and then it oh, turns yeah. into like a sun. I was like, oh, it's like so beautiful. I love it. <laughs> it's like a, uh, <laughs> you know, it's like $60,000. <laughs> I'm like, how is, like, I wasn't looking at prices when I was buying. I was literally like looking at pictures and I was like, that's the one I want. Yeah. And it's like $60,000. It's I, like a clock in Italy. It's like a tower in Italy, actually. <laughs> <laughs> right. Like you can buy houses for that much yeah. money. Okay. I did not buy that watch. Um, yeah, <laughs> it was really nice. But you have you have that skill in clothes and stuff too. If you if skill. if the prices were removed and you looked at something and you were like, this really is awesome. Oh yeah. It often is something that is really expensive. Our Pels von Cleef 
That's the watchmaker. <laughs> that's like sixty thousand uh, dollars. It does one. happen with clothes. I will. I'll be like, I'm gonna buy a dress, and I'll go on to like, you know, I'll spend like a few hundred dollars on a dress, and I'll go on to whatever Saks website, Nordstrom, whatever Bloomingdale's, and I'll be like, around to make, ooh, I like that one, and it's like, oh, this dress is seven thousand dollars. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want a $7,000 dress. I just look until I'm like, ooh, that's a thing I really like. And then it's like, oh, it's Oscar de la Renta and it's $7,000. Yeah. Although I think to round it off, you know, you're buying a lot of used skirts and stuff because you know you like them and they'll make you happy. And I think you found a used watch that you liked. Did I find a used watch? Like, uh, might have been a used Rolex. I do have a vintage Rolex, but Maybe it doesn't vintage. work. <laughs> it, well, it was cheap because it doesn't work. You know, that's what you got the Apple Watch for. <laughs> no, I tried to get it fixed once. I actually, now I have a watch that belonged to my grandma. She died in 2020. And, uh, and I got a few pieces of her jewelry. And, like, my mom was asking me, like, is there anything of hers that you want? And I was like, yeah, she had this, like, tiny little dress watch. If no, I don't want to take it from anybody else, but if no one else wants it, I want the tiny little dress watch. It's like half an inch in diameter, the face of the watch. Yeah, it's like an old school ladies watch. 1950s. They're so small. Tiny little dress watch. I I have worn that out before. It's beautiful. I love it so much. It is not a, you know, super expensive watch. but Weirdly impractical because it's so small. (laughs) I mean, I don't even wind it. Like, I wear it as jewelry. It doesn't even have a good alarm. (laughs) 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 Uh, Mine has three stopwatches. How about your grandma's? (laughs) You can wind it, and I think it keeps the time. Unlike that that vintage Rolex I bought cheap, which does... It is an actual Rolex. It just... It stays wound for like 10 minutes and stops. (laughs) I tried to get it fixed once, too, and then it stayed wound for like 15 minutes, and then it's going really fast. Yeah. Someday I'm going to do something about that. But <laughs> anyway, uh, no, chartreuse is just really good. And it just so happens that like it's kind of popular now. And so it's harder to get. But you've always liked it. I've always liked sriracha. And it's like really hard to get right now. It's too. the same. I was looking on Amazon today for sriracha. No. Publix was no. out. It was like $25 for a bottle oh, of sriracha. Somebody was, ju- there's like a, you know, there was some story about like hundreds of dollars for a bottle That's of crazy original sriracha, right? The like. The guy, there's a whole origin story with the guy. Like he came over, you know, pepper saw, you know, somebody said. Quack, come on, move your butt. I'm going to let him out real yeah, quick. I think he might need to puke actually. All right, there was no puking. Correct. All right, good. Um, anyway, we both like chartreuse. It's a little high in demand now, but fortunately I have one bottle each of green and yellow. And I made this great drink last week called the chartreuse swizzle, which like chartreuse is the only alcohol in it, which is like not normally how you do it. It was really good. But this is, I think, a better drink, which is aged rum and chartreuse, pineapple juice, a little bit of lime juice and orgeat syrup, which I made. It's really easy to make, guys. Don't buy it. Like you just it takes time. You just let like almonds soak and stuff for a while. But anyway, it's really good. So it's like, it's a very kind of tiki drink, but it's called the Apres Ski Swizzle because the chartreuse is from Switzerland, I think. Yes, I think the monks ended up in Switzerland. Yeah. There's a whole... We talked we, about it once, Wikipedia I think. Wikipedia article about they started in France and they were exiled and then they left and the monastery dispossessed, yep. blah, blah, They live in the mountains. I think it's Switzerland. Um, 
So that's why it's called that. It's delish. It's so good. I think it's like chartreuse might be like a like a magic elixir. The, I, you know, I'm taking. We don't know. I had like my last ghost class tonight. I'm really sad because it's like the best class. You guys, I have like two bachelor's degrees, a master's and a half, and a PhD. And you watch a lot of TV. <laughs> this is the best class I've ever taken, and I have taken so many classes. It was amazing. Uh, I'm, tonight was our last class, and I'm really sad it's over. But a couple weeks ago, I was thinking for my project, we have to do this like experiential supernatural project uh, or just a supernatural project. And I was going to do an experiential one. And I thought maybe what I would do is like pick a bunch of supernatural stories or myths or creatures and like make a cocktail for each one, which I still think is a great idea. And it's still a thing I'm going to do. And, you know, use liquors and botanicals that like have are supposed to have by legend supernatural properties and uh, it seems like chartreuse would be one of those yeah made by monks 130 botanicals in it right and so i started looking around and then actually ended up doing when i presented in class tonight i was like you guys all know that i'm a professor and i was like i'm not going to do an academic paper for my final i'm going to do like something experiential and different and now what i have done is an academic paper but i'm really excited about it (laughs) (laughs) uh oh it's everybody i mean the whole class is doing like all these amazing projects like they're making podcasts and they're like creating art and one person's like filming the orbs in her house that her dog barked that's cool and i i'm like I think there's an interesting intersection between the anthropological like mythology of like seeing ghosts and the purpose that that serves for people and then the psychological concepts of like externalized and internalized uh can't believe i married a nerd (laughs) scratch jen and get a nerd yeah I finished and I was like, I'm sorry. I just went full professor mode. And he's like, (laughs) full professor mode suits you well. And I'm like, okay. I'm like, like, I'm just really excited. He's like, now sit down. I am the professor here. It's funny because he's like an assistant professor, right? So like in academia, I'm technically more senior than him. Yeah, you can tell him to do (laughs) push-ups. We don't do push-ups. Well, you could. There's got to be privileges of rank. Uh, Oh, I was going to say a few things. Please. Um, on your magical thing, probably absinthe will be one of the like liquors. Absolutely, would be in there. I think absinthe has absinthe has really good marketing, because it's like, for a while people thought it made you crazy, like Mm -hmm. it gave you visions, it made you hallucinate, all this stuff based on like the, you know, eighteen hundreds kind of laudanum absinthe crowd that was probably hallucinating for all sorts of reasons, but it's just alcohol. And it's like it's, a, it's like licorice. I mean, it tastes. It has a very strong flavor that is hard to incorporate into other things. I think chartreuse flied, flies under the radar. Flew under the radar. Has flown under the radar. Like it's it's a much more complex flavor. Oh yeah, it's way it's better. It's got a great origin story. It's yeah. a it's use it's, it mixes really well. Yep. Um, but maybe luckily it wasn't marketed as well as absinthe. I have two stories in response to that. Excellent. I like it. This is story escalation. <laughs> one is that uh, Jared Ed and I went to Prague one year. You were there for work. Yep. And I was basically like, I would also like to go to Prague with Ingo. <laughs> and I found an academic conference in my field that happened to be in Prague at the same time as in Ingo's English. thing. <laughs> and like literally with my colleague, Dave, I was like, Dave, I want to go to this conference. Sup, Dave. <laughs> I'm like, 
we have like half this paper written. I'm like, do you mind if I kind of polish it off and like send it into this conference? I'm sure it'll get in. And uh, he's like, yeah, that's fine. And so I sent it and it got in. So I w got to go to Prague as a work trip. Um, I don't even know if I went to the conference. We did. I remember going to the, the like um, the university there, like the, the technical university there. And you you talked to them and like spilled some red wine and then left, basically. <laughs> uh, we had a great time. I love Prague so, so much. Oh, but I might be thinking of Slovakia. I think you're... Th I don't know in Prague if you went to the conference or not. You I was working. You come to conference with I me. I was working. <laughs> in Prague and in Paris. Where yeah, we but went. also in Slovakia. Oh, somewhere else too. Yeah, in Slovakia. Yeah. Yeah, so anyway, uh, we had a great time in Prague. Yeah, and it was... We had the best... Highly recommend you guys. Impression of that city. It it's amazing. A, it's just a jewel. I would love... We've got to do like a Vienna, which also like I was expecting to be like Frankfurt and is just charming and amazing. Mm -hmm. Vienna, Prague, trip to Europe again. Yeah. Because they're both so great and we didn't have a lot of time. Frankfurt one. is a lot like Indianapolis. <laughs> <laughs> it's got all the charm of Indianapolis. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, when we went to Prague, turns out like home of a lot of absinthe manufacturing mm -hmm. and uh i was like well we got to bring home some absinthe and inga would not bring home absinthe because he thought it was illegal and he would get arrested i was like wormwood it makes you crazy it's illegal in the united states and I've, I've heard it's illegal and i'm like it's absolutely not illegal i've heard it's illegal and i'm like that is an old myth he wouldn't do it i had to like buy it at the airport and bring it home because we took separate flights because you know we were each I, I had to fly coach and you got to fly business class for work <laughs> and like different flights. And uh, yeah, I had to bring it home, like yeah. buy it in the duty free shop in the Prague airport and bring it back. I was very straight laced back then. Well, you weren't a citizen and you were extremely worried that you'd get deported yeah. for anything. Yeah. And I yeah. also was traveling on like work stuff. Right. So like diplomatic immunity probably would have served me well, except it doesn't work in America. So side note to this side note is that uh when you work for i love these side <laughs> notes this is the best content so the world bank is this is how my brain works <laughs> kind of part of the un kind of but better adjacent to the un but better if you travel for work for the world bank you get a un passport absolutely it's called a laissez-passer laissez-passer which means let them pass it's so cool and so ingo had one of these because he would do trips for the World Bank. And I was like, the, I can't really describe the depths of my jealousy. <laughs> That's <laughs> the one thing in my life that Jen was jealous of me of. Like, I had one thing. Everything else goes the other way. <laughs> oh, my God. Look at that thing. And so I got a short-term contract at the World Bank. I was doing a consulting <laughs> project 12 once. 12 days or something ridiculous. I, it was, I mean. I mean, it stretched over like six months. Yeah, but, but it was over a few months. actual days worked. You know, in the office, it wasn't that often. You did a lot of remote stuff. It was maybe like a hundred hours of work that I did. Research. Uh, yeah, and it, it was a super fun project. But I was, but I like got a, you know, employee badge to get into the building, sure. and uh, and I was like, they signed me up this project. Like, oh my god, do I get a badge to get into the building? First, and first like, of all, I was like, you get privileges and immunities for your work. <laughs> you can't be jailed for your work by well, any government. We'll side the note this, side note for that <laughs> in a minute. Uh, but so anyway, I was like, can I get a UN passport? And they're like, and so I was like, I went down to the, like the travel office. I was like, 
uh, could I get a laissez passe? And they're like, well, you have to have a trip planned. And I was like, sure. Done. <laughs> so, like, submitted like some random trip that I didn't even tell. I mean, I obviously was not taking. The people who were supporting my little contract, like, did not know that I was like, yes, I am going to go to whatever. Athens, Greece Paris. for Paris for this like to do this work thing. But I submitted into the system a plan to take this work trip. So then they issued me a laissez passe and then I canceled the plan for the trip. Business needs had changed. I still have my laissez passe. It is expired. Don't tell anyone. You're supposed to give those back to the UN. It doesn't matter though, because now when I travel, it just I pull out my US passport and then behind it, which I never give to anyone is my diplomatic laissez-passer. They just kind of see the cover, right? <laughs> that's that's all you need is like someone sees the cover. I know. It doesn't work in America, though. Not, I, not I never use it. I don't use it because it's expired. I can't use it. I just have it. Like I have my Conch Republic passport. Yeah. And then I also will have my UN it's passport. It's very cool. It's very cool. It's very cool. That is a definite perk of working at the World Bank. So that is a side note. To the side note of Ingo would not bring back the absinthe from Prague. Uh, <laughs> I've lost the second side note. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> something, about, something about uh, privileges and immunity. Oh, no, that was the side. That was a different side note to the side note. Yeah, so there is. <laughs> I am. Are you going to ch- close these brackets? These I got to start taking notes. Uh-huh. I've closed one. Uh, when Ingo and I first started dating. Best podcast ever. <laughs> he's like. Uh, I'm like, so you're a lawyer at the World Bank. He's like, yeah. I'm like, so there's, uh, you know, diplomatic immunity. He was like, well, it's not really diplomatic. I'm like, so there is, right? And he's like, well, like, not really. And I was like, okay, so I'm going to go commit some crimes. And then, like, you're going to have to just say this diplomatic immunity. And then the whole day I was like, I'm jaywalking. Like, send him a picture. I'm like, if I get arrested, diplomatic immunity. I'm like, giving you your name. <laughs> like had a little card that like if arrested i have diplomatic immunity please call Ingeberger. And, and i knew she was messing with me <laughs> but it just pushes my lawyer responsibility button so hard that i couldn't like not give her actual like legal advice on this <laughs> yeah, that's true and be like well technically this would be considered a crime so that's not covered you're really more civil liability we're talking about and how is this related to your work you know your your terms and conditions of employment um yeah don't call me (laughs) and then i was also like i'm not sure i'm supposed to be representing someone i'm in a romantic relationship (laughs) with there's ethical issues and then i checked and it's fine (laughs) i had such a fun time being like look at my crimes oh my god i took her I took you on a, a tour of one of the buildings of the World <laughs> Bank once, and they have like a, a you know, in D.C., they had a, a, a roof um, space, you know, balcony on the roof that you could look out on. And I like you have to like wend through three back rooms and two past two copiers. And there's a secret staircase. Yeah. And then. There was like a big red button, right? I think it was a lever. It was a lever. Like a big red lever that you could, it was up and you could chunk pull it down. <laughs> but it was kind of unlabeled, except it was red. Fully unlabeled. It may have said, do not pull. 
I think it probably <laughs> did it say do, do not pull. pull. You definitely, your eyes would have lit up and you would have been like, hey, hey, hey. I almost had a conniption. We're in the stairway I and I'm like, had a conniption. Ingo, I'm going to pull that red lever. And he's like, don't pull no, the lever. No. I'm like, I think I'm going to pull. Like, what's the worst thing that's going to happen? I'll push it right back up. I was like, I'll get fired. <laughs> and I was like, not actually going to pull it. But I like reached towards <laughs> it. And so like Ingo takes my other hand. He's like pulling me away. So like full <laughs> body weight, leaning away from Ingo, like reaching for the handle. He's like, no. Oh, and no. I kind of knew you were joking, <laughs> but it was too scary. Too scary. <laughs> you loved it. I mean, I think like half our relationship is me threatening to do stuff that like <laughs> freaks me out. Absolutely freaks you out, but also like would actually have no real consequences. I know, but it like would still freak me out. But also you don't want to do it, but I can't not. I know you're not going to do it probably, but I can't not <laughs> overreact. I mean, there's definitely a universe where I, I would have pulled that lever. I don't think it would have shut off the building. Oh, if, if I had said, I don't think you'll pull it, you guaranteed would have pulled it. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. Totally. Yep. My Let's see only, what happens. My only hope was to act like I knew you were going to pull it. <laughs> <laughs> it's my only hope. I guess in hindsight, it was a little bit reverse psychology, but it was very risky for me because you still might pull it. <laughs> Yeah. All right. Now, should we go back for me to figure out what the second side note was, or should we just move on? No, if you can figure it out, that's great. Oh, hang on. All right. I went back. I don't remember the second thing, but that's okay because we've, we've had <laughs> we a big We incorporated many others. This is excellent, excellent stuff. All right. Uh, the Apres Ski Swizzle. Oh, I mean, I don't think this was the side note, but um, I got you a, re- a cocktail recipe one year for like a Christmas present. Yeah. Do you remember this? Not specifically. Uh, hang on. Okay. So, uh, Chantal Tseng yes. is a is the U.S. Sherry Week ambassador. She's and the awesome bartender. Awesome bartender in D.C. And in during COVID, all the bars shut down, right? So, all the bartenders were in trouble. And she used to lead this, like, literary... So she would do this thing like at the library, like the cocktail library. And it was like a a library with books. And there would be like cocktail night once a week. And they would have like a book that everybody should read or whatever. And then there would be a cocktail to go with the theme. Such a good idea. And so that obviously shut down for COVID. And so she started doing this thing called Cocktails for the End Times. And you could pay her a certain amount of money. I don't know if it says on here. It was like 20 bucks or 40 bucks or something. And you'd give her a book and then tell her the kind of things that you liked. And she would make a cocktail recipe for you to go with the book. Yeah. And I think one year I talked about this probably in 2020 in the podcast. Like, listen, you guys, cocktails for end times is great. Like, because it's a perfect present. You can find a friend and you can buy the book for them. And then you can buy them a bottle of like whatever the liquors are that they need. And you can give them like the custom cocktail recipe, which I still think is great. Yeah. And because she's a really good mixologist, bartender, it's going to taste good, right? I mean, she's not going to mix just garbage. Exactly. So I, uh, I requested one for you. I, I, and I gave you one. As a present. Yes. A custom totally. cocktail. I don't mm-hmm. remember what book it was. I'm looking at my emails from her now from 2020. So I requested two recipes. Probably Hemingway. My favorite book that I put here was for House of Leaves. So this is one I requested for me oh, yeah, first. Yeah, yeah. 
House of Leaves is definitely probably my favorite book. Uh, so the first cocktail is called Some People Reflect Light, Some Deflect It, You By Some Miracle Seem to Collect It, which is a quote from the book. Apparently, I don't remember that. Here's the recipe. Boil half a cup of water, add a handful of fresh thyme and mint, and simmer for three minutes. Remove the leaves. Then, while it's still hot, add equal parts water to your honey. Stir until fully integrated and then cool. So you're making like a herbal honey syrup. And then the cocktail is Plymouth Gin, Cointreau, the syrup, and lemon juice. So that's a tasty yeah. cocktail. Uh, and then the other one is, what miracle is this? This giant tree. It stands 10,000 feet high, but still doesn't reach the ground. Still it stands. Its roots must hold the sky. Guys, well don't remember that being in the book, but whatever. <laughs> it's a weird book. And it is green chartreuse. The thyme mint honey syrup, pineapple juice, and lime juice. So it's close to this cocktail that we just had. Nice. It's a swizzle. Consistent taste. Yep. Chartreuse swizzle, basically, but it has thyme mint honey syrup instead of sugar. Um, so, yeah. So that was pretty interesting because I was like, chartreuse is really good. Rum is really good. And then I think I requested another one for you. It says, I don't remember the book that I put it in. And so it lasted till the land was all undone and darkened with such deeds. And men said openly that Christ and his saints slept. This is from Queens of the Conquest by Alison Weir. Do you know that book? No. I think I bought it for you. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I don't remember I this don't at know. all. Uh, this has bourbon, vermouth, benedictine, Angostura bitters and orange bitters. And the second one, in a world where Olympic gold is king, one man sets out on the journey of a lifetime. Victory, defeat, friendship, hatred, and respect, it all combines in one final assault, an assault on Lake Chess... Casitas. Casitas. Brad Lewis. Yes, assault on Lake Casitas. <laughs> yes. Look, I got you this. Yes, yes, that one. It's Pusser's Rum, Green Chartreuse, Cointreau, Lime Juice, and then the Mint Time Honey Syrup. Ooh, that sounds really good. I should make that. <laughs> anyway, I got you that for yeah. Christmas or your birthday. Brad Lewis, yeah. Christmas in 2020. Look at you recognizing that quote. Well, yeah, this is, that's the book. Awesome. <laughs> 1984 Olympics. Okay. Yeah. So there you go. There's some more green chartreuse cocktails. Yes, there's a lot of them. I'm going to start just drinking it straight. It's so good. Actually, that's a bad idea. I got the rum. It's fine. It's high alcohol. Like normal alcohol is like 40, like normal spirits are like 40%. It's like 55%. It's really high. Yeah, Normally, that, like cordials are lower percents. It's high. Magic. I think that's why when I like made that green chartreuse swizzle, which is really good, I had a headache the next day. Because it's just like it higher proof than normal. Yeah, probably. Yeah, I mean it matters. Like the like three percent difference can make a huge difference mm -hmm. in beer. Two percent. Yeah. I feel two percent difference. Yeah. yeah. All right. Sleepiness mostly and sleep. Echo, <laughs> it's time for administrative corner. Oh, I love administrative <laughs> corner. What have we been wasting our time for? We could have just called it administrative corner. I would have been happy. Um. So if you guys want to support the podcast, you can follow us on Patreon. And if you do so, you get access to the bonus pods, which we release every two weeks or so, sometimes a little closer than that. And uh, Ingo, on the bonus pod that we recorded last week, you swallowed a penny and I just want to know how you're doing. Fine. 
Excellent. No comment. <laughs> I'm fine. If you want to hear an exchange where I go, Ingo, are you going to put that penny in your mouth? And he goes, yeah. And then I'm like, look, whatever you do, don't swallow the penny. And he's like, okay. And then I say something else. And then he goes, what? <laughs> I was like, you know how you said I shouldn't swallow the penny? I just accidentally <laughs> swallowed the penny. He may have had some drinks. Yeah, I may have played it like a dozen times. They're and remarkably like... suckable. They suck. <laughs> they suction into your throat really fast if you laugh. Uh, so for four ninety nine a month, actually, you could just buy like subscribe for one month and then cancel. You <laughs> Download that. <laughs> you can hear the bonus podcast episode where Ingo accidentally swallows a penny. It is one of the funniest things. And then Jen Google's medical effects of swallowing a penny. <laughs> That's right. Don't spoil it. <laughs> um, no, this will be a surprise to no one. Oh my God! Oh, I just wanted to say, excursion. I guess leave the invisible box of administrative corner. You get me gifts like a cocktail recipe, bespoke cocktail recipe based on one of my favorite books. I get you like a freaking chocolate bunny. That's not true. You give great chocolate bunny presents. You give great presents. Uh. You are a top-notch gift giver. Yeah. Are you kidding? Not like that. You're you guys, freaking awesome. I know we've said this before. Ingo gives great presents, and every time he gives me a present, he like hands me the wrapped present, and he's like, you're not really going to like it, and I'm sorry, <laughs> and I have the receipts so you can I return always, it. I always say what's wrong with it or what the limitation is. Or <laughs> before I open I it. make excuses for how much it's going to suck. It's really, it's a bad habit. We it's can, really I can bad. be like... Ingo, I see you approaching with this present, and I just want you to know that I'm excited for whatever it is, and I would like you to not apologize for it ahead of time. And he hands it to me, and he's like, okay. But if you don't like it, I have the gift receipt, and I'm not sure that's probably not something that you're going to like. It's not wrapped very well. I did a bad job wrapping it. And it might not be the right size. And, and, and also, it's the wrong color. I just am My feelings horrible. won't be hurt when you don't like I'm it. I'm horrible at the gift giving. Major insecurity oh, at giving gifts, but you're just, so good. If I could just leave it in the room and run away, I think <laughs> I should just place it on the floor and scurry out. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, Back to Administrative Corner, which I love. The Administrative Corner is basically done. I will just repeat from last time that if you do want some Key West Legal Rum, again, we don't get anything from this. but um, Oh, yeah, codes. Yes, there's discount codes for $5 off. You can use Voodoo, Vink, or Guac and get $5 off if you order from their website. You'll get $5 off, and we, we continue to get free stuff from, from the guy. You give us free stuff. Because he's starting to realize that we're driving business his way. Uh, but, yeah, well, like it's not like we get a percent or something if oh, you no, use the code. So. Nothing like that. We just get We might get some rum. Yeah. We get rum anyway. He likes you. I, you know, I make these cocktails like the Apresi Squizzle, Apresi Squizzle. Now you sound like me. Apresi Squizzle. Wee. Uh, which is also a good cocktail name. I don't know what it means. The Apresi Squizzle. And I take like good pictures of it and I put it on the website and then they like post it as like, here's a recipe for you guys to try. So I'm contributing. Yeah. It's time for dog updates. Okay. I mean, I don't have any. Sad. Bro I'm crying a tear for Administrative Corner, which was nice but brief. Brody got his labrella shot. So we've taken Hopper's labrella and we have willed it to Brody and he got his second labrella shot this week. Yeah, it certainly doesn't seem to be hurting. And the dude's doing well, so we're going to keep doing that. Yeah, I mean, 
you know, Brody has a couple problems. Like he has arthritis. He's an old dog, but he also has some like neurological problems on his back legs. So a way that you test this is like if they're standing, their feet are, their back legs are so like their paws, uh, the pads of their paws are touching the ground. And if you flip their foot, so like the toenails are pointing backwards and the top of their foot is on the ground. So it's like upside down. They should pretty much immediately pick it up and put it right ways down so the pads are on the ground it should again. feel weird to them yeah and you this is a you'll see your vet do this sometimes they'll flip their paws upside down and the dogs usually just stand right back up it's a test of the neurological function and if their nerves aren't working right back there they'll just kind of keep it it's called knuckling they'll keep their foot kind of upside down or they'll kind of stand on like the top side of the toes and uh and brody does that uh, he does eventually fix it, though sometimes not always. Sometimes he, when he's having some bad times, like he'll kind of move around with him upside down. Yeah. And he doesn't know how to get him right back. So that's that's not like a arthritis issue. I mean, it may be arthritis in the back doing it, but it's like the nerves aren't working right in the legs. So he's got both of those things going on. Um, so it's a little hard to tell. Like the labrella won't do anything for the sure. nerve the neurological stuff but he is like leaping up onto the couch which he did not do before we started the labrella and he's been he's come up the stairs more often than he had before i think yeah i think that's right he seems i mean he seems to be doing fine he still likes third dinner if he can get it he's still he woke me up in the middle of the night like a bunch of times was it two nights ago and finally at like 2 30 a.m i'm like do you just need more dinner and i gave him dinner and then he was fine he's he like, was just really hungry absolutely i would like more dinner yes thank you very much it's hard to tell because he will always eat more dinner <sighs> he's perfected the art of going to the door looking at us and and we're like well you need to go outside then he immediately takes off to the kitchen. Yep. <laughs> He's such a sneaky, sneaky man. He even does the pizza slice. He's like, who yeah. you pay attention when I do the pizza slice? And we're like, nice pizza slice. And then, and then like we get up and he runs to the kitchen. <laughs> yeah. Venk was He's weird smart. today too, though. Venk was going in the kitchen, just like looking up on the counter and being like, murr, murr, murr. I came out from my ghost class. You know, I was in my office and ghost class ended and I came walking out and I heard like some computer talking from Ingo's office. So I thought he was in there and I was like, hi. And then from behind me in the kitchen, Ingo's like, hi. And I turn around and then Vink is standing on the counter. <laughs> I was like, Vink, what the heck? All the treat <laughs> jars are closed. There's nothing on the counter that I can see, but I trust your sense of smell. So I put her up there and she was like, mm, eh, stuffy? No, I don't know. What's this plant? And I was like, she doesn't really know. She's, she's a bit confused. Yep. She, she's on antibiotics right now for a uh, skin infection. So Which happens maybe, all the time. Maybe, <laughs> yes. Maybe, maybe it makes her feel weird in her tongue. Who knows? I think that's true. She's very bad at expressing her emotions. Well, she barks a lot. Yeah. Yeah. So, so that's dog updates. Um, next week, we're probably going to end up doing a remote pod because you're going up to Maryland this weekend. Yep. And then we are going together to Boston uh, to Cambridge, actually. We're shipping up to Boston. We're shipping up to actually, Boston. Actually, we're, we're going to take a fl flight. <laughs> uh, I'm going to fly from Key West to D.C. to Boston. Ingo's just going D.C. to Boston. We're going to meet up in the airport and take the second flight. We're just doing a little vacation. It's romantic. Romantic little Harvard vacation. We're going to meet at the airport and be like, oh, let's get in this plane together. Do, 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 I think do, it's do. great. Nice. Um, for like literally one day, GR Dog Sitter. Regular GR Dog Sitter is going to... Uh, Oh no, backup GR dog sitter. 
like Key's GR dog sitter is going to be here. Who you, I don't think you guys have seen before. She's babysat the dogs before and then she took a break and then now she's back. I don't think she's as social media ish. No. She may send a picture or two that we'll post, but. Um, It'll be more of a mystery. Yeah. So that's that plan. Okay. It remains hot as hell here. Oh, so hot. Water. You ste- I step into it. It's warm. It's it very feels. Warm. Like a freaking hot tub. I took it, the temperature of the water yesterday with our like human thermometer, and it was ninety four point three. Yeah, a fever thermometer. Yeah. Uh, Guac was in there chasing a ball today, and I think overheated because he immediately came back out. And I was like, "Yeah, warm in there." Yeah. All right. Are you ready for ramblings? Not yes. that this has been an extremely focused podcast, but uh, okay. Friend of the squad, Deb, who is married to the Lob on Twitter sent me this article uh so the title of the article is oh great g-r-a-t-e oh great nacho cheese spills stops traffic on i-30 near prescott tuesday (laughs) all right queso the arkansas department of transportation posted on social media tuesday that a truck transporting cans of nacho cheese spilled today on i-30 near prescott we're not sure if that means the back door of the truck swung open and spilled the cans as it was en route along I-30, but we have already collected a few details. <laughs> Did it overturn? Was it involved in an accident with another detail? Did it peckered, pepper jackknife across the yellow line into traffic? We're kind of get a handle on what actually happened, but details are skim. <sighs> Regardless, it didn't look good for commuters heading west on I-30. Judging from the photos posted by RDOT, it was probably more than a little spill. Hundreds of cans of nacho cheese were destroyed, strewn chaotically along the curd side. Burr, what a mess. I think that's supposed to be a burrata joke. You see all <laughs> the cans of cheese and go. <clears throat> the transportation department's tweet began, Taco Tuesday, anyone? Its tone hopefully indicating nobody was seriously harmed in the accident traffic looked to be backed up for miles but by the time the tweet was posted at 8:14 p.m the road had been cleared to traffic and resumed on the high way way oh my goodness <laughs> i bet you a bunch of the like people who live near there showed up and were like free cheese baby Yum. free cheese all right taste of the keys you ready this is actually from I'm- you I'm ready. It is? Yeah. Mariners rescued after Sheriff Rick Ramsey spots sinking vessel. This is pretty good. Yeah. All right. Uh, Four men aboard a sinking center console boat near Old Seven Mile Bridge were rescued Thursday after Monroe County Sheriff Rick Ramsey spotted them on Route 1. There were no life-threatening injuries reported after Middle Keys Marine Deputy Willie Guerrera responded to Sheriff Ramsey's call and brought the men ashore to Marathon at approximately 2.56 p.m. There's a guy who gets his hands dirty. The Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission and U.S. Coast Guard also responded. Quote, I'm happy to report everyone appears to be okay, said Sheriff Rick Ramsey. This is a great example of the awesome teamwork between the Sheriff's Office and our law enforcement partners with the FWC and the U.S. Coast Guard. Sheriff Ramsey was driving the Elmira Marker 46 when he spotted the sinking boat on the bay side with a dive flag out. He alerted the Sheriff's Office 911 communications specialist and Marine <laughs> Deputy Guerrero was, was nearby and made it to the scene in approximately one minute. One minute. 
The FWC is investigating the cause of the vessel sinking. And then I there's a picture awesome. of of the deputy sheriff in the boat and then five dudes who are like making little like happy signs dudes and happy are like, faces. Thanks for saving us when our boat sank. <clears throat> to be fair, the water was probably like five feet deep. <laughs> and really warm. <laughs> <laughs> and really warm. But it's cool. It's the sheriff is like driving by and like and something. Someone should do something. Yeah. <laughs> he actually called it in and, you know, made sure those people got rescued. Dude's paying attention. He's not just sitting behind some desk with his feet <laughs> desk up. Desk jockey. Desk jockey. He's Mr. Ramsey. <laughs> uh, it's time for German Word of the Week. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm already looking beyond everything. All right. This one's a a little artificial, but it's I, it's got stories. Kinderfleischwursttreppe. Child, meat, sausage, uh, Stair. trotter. Stairs. Stairs. Yeah. I was getting. I would probably would have gotten there. Child, meat, sausage, stairs. What the fuck does that mean? <laughs> I I, I don't. I did not use this, but I did see it on social media or something. Kinderfleischwursttreppe. So it's for it's stairs. Children's or Kinderfleischwursttreppe, I guess is what it is. Children's meat sausage stairs. When you go to <laughs> in Germany, they still have local butchers and bakers. Uh-huh. You know, bakers open early and you get your fresh bread in the morning, you uh-huh. know, blah, 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 blah. Um, but they also have butchers, right? So they and so and, and it's you go in, you pick a number, you take a number, or we all know how never take work. A, never take a number. You always just you know. Absolutely, you guys should take a number. Don't elbow be a dick. people. They don't have that necessarily. It's always very elbowy with the little old ladies. Get to the point. Again. If you're a kid, you get a free meat. A free meat. They'll give you a little slice of sausage or the end of a of a meat sausage. Uh huh. I remember this. It's, or if you go to a baker, they'll give you like a roll for free or something. So the treppe is a little stairs that, so you can stand up and get and take it so you can reach the counter. Oh. Over which, so they don't have to chuck it at you like some kind of animal. <laughs> so it's a little <laughs> stairs that kids can go up and, and uh. get their little free piece of meat and have a nice experience going to the butcher with their mom so they don't be a pain in the ass about it. That's nice. Worked for me. I was like, oh, butcher, free meat. I'm going. And they would be <laughs> like, Here, here's the end of the sausage. I was like, ooh, delish. I don't remember the stairs, but who knows? It was probably laid out differently. Yeah. I think we've done uh, Treppenwitz is a German word yes, before. Yes, but that's that's like the French, right? L'esprit d'escalier. Yes. That's yeah. a, that's a like, joke. You, I just know. remember, you remember the perfect comeback as you're on the stairs leaving the party. Yeah. And you yeah. can't say it anymore. It's too late. It doesn't, it's not funny anymore then. Yeah. All right, Ingo, it's time for Ingo Corner where you get to say whatever you want and I don't tell you it's boring. Promise? Yep. Okay. Well, two things. One, thanks for all your cards and your packages <laughs> and your Hopper condolence cards and all those things that come in. It's super nice and it's still super fun going to the P.O. box and having stuff in there. It's like Christmas every day. So thanks for that. Uh, the other thing is, Jen loves her like classes that she's taking. That's true. And there are, I would encourage anyone who enjoyed parts of school or college to take courses. Mm -hmm. There are extension schools. There are like so many free online classes now that are, you know, good lectures and stuff. 
but look into it. Adult education, you know, most big universities now do a lot of distance learning stuff. And um, it's like, if you liked it, do it again. It's still fun. It's fun being a student. I highly recommend the Harvard ones if you have tuition remission from your job. Yes, or win the lottery. Oh, speaking of which, we are going to win the Mega Millions, $1.25 billion. Did you buy a ticket today? Yeah. Excellent. So I'm confident that we'll win, like I was confident the other day when no one won. Mm. Including us, we won nothing. We didn't. We matched literally one number on the whole ticket. I mean, it's actually a mathematical impossibility that we suck as bad as we do <laughs> in getting lottery tickets, but we're due. <laughs> we sure we're are. We're due, so I doubled down. I bet the whole mortgage. On this, I bought 10 million tickets. We don't have $10 million. If we did, we wouldn't pay the lottery. I took a loan. <laughs> we'll pay it back from the winnings. No. You know, $1.25 billion is a lot of money. Uh, I could, that buys a lot of tickets. <laughs> you know what? Like, I've I've been with people who who would have probably deployed a strategy like That's that. A so genius I'm, I'm really strategy. glad that you don't. <laughs> I didn't. No. No. You're better than that. No. But anyway, yeah. All right. Well, thanks everybody for listening. Um, if you want extra podcast content, subscribe to the Patreon and you can hear Ingo accidentally swallow a penny. <laughs> and until I'm going to have to do this every week, aren't I? Jeez. Absolutely not. No. Don't That's do that a lot again. of zinc. Oh. Until next time, Slava Ukraini, and don't bite anyone unless they ask you to. Yep. Bye. Bye. Bye.